0: Death freaks me out.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't for me anymore. Like, uh, oh, I'm, really? I don't know. Like, I'm an atheist, and I don't believe in like God or an afterlife or anything like that. And I find it, I find that kind of, uh, kind of reassuring, kind of pleasing. Like, uh,
0: right?
1: Like, there's this. Uh, f- I, I in university, I watched this film, this f- uh, foreign film, one like best picture, I think, for best foreign film when it came out. It's called Antonia's Line, hmm. and it's about this whole family of women like generations of women and just how like strong through perseverance these like generations of women are mm. and when one of the characters um dies in it should the one woman is explaining to her granddaughter like she goes well is he going to another place and she said no this is the only dance that we dance Aww. and i just thought that was such a beautiful way to look at life And then they kind of, like, they show that, like, he dies and the grass keeps growing and the trees keep growing and the sun comes up. I think there's something fucking really beautiful about the fact that we just die and the world just keeps on going.
0: Yeah. I mean, beautiful or terrifying?
1: (laughs) I don't know. To me, it just means it's like, I don't know. I don't know why. I just always look at it like it's great to know that when you're gone in 20 years, things just keep happening.
0: Hey, everybody. Um this is obviously, as you can tell, not a normal episode of the podcast. Um, I've been I've been holding off recording this, but uh, I know it has to be done. Um, if you follow me on social media, you might already know. Um, but my good friend, intoxicated regular, amazing comedian, Andrew Vaughn, Passed away on Tuesday night. Um, yeah, it's been... He's um he's not with us anymore. And it's just been insane. Uh, it doesn't feel real, even still. Um, you know, I thought about recording this earlier, but I just haven't had... I haven't had the strength, to be honest. And even now, I don't feel like I fully have the strength. Um, he died in his sleep. Um, and it was a heart attack. Um, and everybody is just absolutely shaken by this. Me included, obviously. Uh, Andrew was one of my best friends, top tier friend. Um, you know, someone who was always at the top of my messages. Um, we had seen each other even just the day before. I was talking to him, you know, at midnight, the night of. I'm just deeply, deeply devastated by this whole thing. I have not been doing well um, with everything going on with COVID-19. I have been self-isolating since Saturday or Sunday, and I was having a rough go as it was. And then I got this news, and it just felt like... Felt like I got hit in the face with a brick, to be honest. Um This is clearly extremely unexpected. Um, Andrew was only 36 years old. He probably wasn't in the best of health, but he was making changes slowly towards being healthier. Um still wildly, wildly unexpected. Um I don't know what to say, to be honest. I'm still not comprehending that he's gone. I'm in total shock. Um, Despite having, probably having not stopped crying since Wednesday night when I found out, Um, it's just been, it's just been the hardest thing that I've ever gone through. And not being able to go see friends, not being able to get together for him has made it so much worse. Um, My heart feels like it's annihilated, just annihilated. I did write a big long post that I am going to post on the intoxicated website and it is going to go up on my social media, but I felt it was important to hop on here and record audio I let the podcast listeners know that clearly there's not going to be an episode this week. Um, I am beside myself. I have just been crying and sleeping and crying and sleeping. And I've just been going through all the posts about Andrew and listening to his old episodes and listening to his sets. And I'm just reeling. I just, I don't understand. You know, I just can't can't comprehend it and um, there's a group chat with a bunch of comedians and myself in it and that has been a source of comfort for me Um, everybody is obviously processing this in different ways Um, my way is you know a lot of crying a lot Um, he was I'm just gonna miss him so much I just can't believe it. Um, When I found out, when Richard called me, it was almost a reflex to text Andrew. Like, that's how close we were. He he was one of the first people that I would would contact with news. And it's just so fucked up that your brain doesn't even comprehend that this person has gone to the point where you think they're still alive. It's so fucked up. Um, but I am going to try to kind of read through or, or put in my own words anyways what I wrote, um, which is that, you know, back in August of 2018 is when I started reaching out to comedians. I, I put up an Instagram story and I tagged, I think I tagged Andrew, I tagged Travis and I tagged Catherine and I was like, if any comedians want to come on the podcast, let me know. And Andrew was the first person to write me back and say, "Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it." Um and we recorded together. We recorded our first episode and it was almost like an instant con- instant comfort level, instant connection between he and I. Um and we became pretty pretty instant friends. Um Soon after that, we did the 12-hour live stream, which he came on and hung out for like five hours in the live stream. And, you know, pretty quickly after that, we just started becoming friends outside of the podcast. And Andrew Vaughn was literally the reason why I started going to open mics. Um, I honestly could credit him to being the person who made me fall in love with comedy to the point that I did. You know, I liked comedy before, but it wasn't until I started interviewing comedians and going to see shows that I truly fell in love with it. And he is he's the reason behind that. Um, So he was he was the bridge. You know, he was the person who got me immersed in the scene. I was introduced to so many other comedians because of Andrew. My network started to grow because of him. He was literally the foundation and the reason that intoxicated has become what it is today. Um, and like I said, he's the reason I fell in love with comedy. Um, but we did outside of that become legit close friends. Um, we start texting regularly, you know, just about, you know, anything like fucking music, movies, stupid things about life, you know, just started texting. We both loved Third Eye Blind. So we would always, you know, send each other song lyrics because we were both, we both loved Third Eye Blind and um, he truly did become the person that I loved podcasting with the most. Like there's so many episodes of Intoxicated with Andrew Vaughn. Uh, if you haven't heard those, please go listen to them. Um, but yeah, he was one of my favorite person, one of my favorite people to podcast with. We would just, we would just talk about so much. We would talk about like, a thousand different subjects over two hours. Like, it was, it was just easy with Andrew. It didn't feel like I had to prepare. We just would shoot the shit for hours. And that's something truly special. It's truly special that we had that. Um, Our friendship sort of, you know, it grew from there. You know, he started driving me home after, after comedy nights and start texting more. We started doing regular brunches at um, one of three places. It was normally Cozy's, Chemster's, or Sunnyside 2 in Bedford. Um, We'd always go for brunch, and I always looked forward to our brunch dates. And um, yeah, I mean, (sighs) Andrew made me feel like I belonged in this comedy scene and I'm not a comedian by any means um and I know that comics have this bond that is unbreakable you know and he truly made me feel like I belonged here in this scene um and I've struggled with that my whole life feeling like I belong and for that I'm forever grateful to him um and um I I you know I haven't posted yet about this. This is it's gonna happen today, but I've been reading posts this whole time. And one thing I see a lot of is, is that comedians, you know, held Andrew's opinion very high. And I would agree with that, even coming from me, who's not a comedian. I always wanted Andrew to approve, like, approve of the things I did and be proud of the things I did. Like, I wanted, I always wanted to impress Andrew because I was so impressed by him. I was so impressed by his knowledge and his talent. And this was knowledge he's accumulated, you know, over 10 years of doing comedy and working so fucking hard in comedy. And I admire that so much. And so, you know, I uh, I cherished his opinion all the time. He had an ability to be so honest and real with you and genuine. Like, he was such a sweet guy, but he would still, you know, he would still be honest with you and be real and upfront. And that is truly a gift in comedy. And even just in life, you know, having a friend who can be, so honest with you about everything and this is something that he you know I would say that other comedians are going to take forward with them through this is Andrew's help and his feedback And he just he helped people come up in comedy he helped support people he would help people with jokes he would you know he was that that pillar here in in Halifax and it's not going away it's gonna stay there I know I will. Um, Yeah, I I held his opinion very high because I just had so much love and appreciation for him. And um, an example of that is when I did the live show, I was so nervous. I was so nervous to talk to Andrew about the live show and tell him what I had planned. Because if you know Andrew, you know that Andrew... Had opinions, and he was pretty steadfast in those opinions. And, dare I say, stubborn sometimes about them. Um. But I recognized that part of our dynamic was, you know, I would put things on the table and say, Andrew, what, what, what do you think of this? And you know, he might be a little closed off at first, but then slowly he would open up to new ideas, and that was part of our friendship. So when I told him about the live show, um. You know, he had his opinions and I didn't listen. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I asked him to be part of it. And in my mind, I was like, I'm going to ask Andrew to be a part of this. And I just want him to watch and see. See what I can do with the show. And when I saw that he had posted that he was proud of me. I. I was so happy and you know because like i said he made me so proud so i wanted to make him proud um fuck so when i found out about his passing it, it just didn't seem didn't seem real um it it's not real it doesn't feel real at all um the last time i physically saw andrew uh i had given him a webcam because we were going to stay in touch you know over this quarantine period and try to stream and podcast together sort of you know remotely and um we got to do that the day before he died so i'm so grateful for that and that footage is still up um but when I saw him and I gave him the webcam, like, you know, this is Andrew Vaughn we're talking about. So it's constant jokes, constant jokes with Andrew. Uh, you know, like we made jokes about the quarantine and staying staying a certain distance apart and kind of threw the webcam to him. And I said, like, and he said, I'll see you soon, buddy. And I was like, unless we die. <laughs> and we laughed and Um, the gravity of that is pretty fucked up right now, but I did get to communicate with him and talk to him, you know, hours before he died. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that I have memories, sort of the the memories. I have so many memories with Andrew, but, you know, I'm so grateful that there's episodes of podcasts and live streams and you know, I recorded, you know, I have his set for my live show. I'm so grateful for that because that's something that I think will keep, you know, keep keep him alive in a way. Um, and his album is available, Two Thoughts to Go-Kart. It's, it's there. It breaks my heart that the guy didn't get to record his next album. He had plans for that. He was going to record it. He had plans with Travis to go out west. He had all these ambitions. And he was getting healthier. He was making small steps to get healthier. <sighs> so in a way, I feel comforted that he died with hope. Um, because there'd be nothing worse than someone dying while they're miserable. And I happen to know that he he had some hope, you know. Um, he had things he was looking forward to. And that gives me some comfort. Um yeah, I just don't know. Um, I don't know what life, I don't know what life looks like without Andrew. It's, it's going to be so hard. Um, but I've kind of determined that the best thing for me to do is to just focus on the positive, um, and keep going back to that. Uh, there was a GoFundMe uh, created by his good friend, Andrew Evans, uh, who stepped up to the plate so quickly. Um, big thank you to Andrew Evans for doing this, because it's just insane. The amount of money that was raised in such a short period of time. Uh, I'm, I am linking to all of that in this post. I'm linking to that. It's If you can give, I know that his family would be so appreciative of that um the gofundme has literally surpassed its goal by like an extreme amount um there was a goal of one thousand dollars and guys were at five thousand two hundred and fifty nine like it's just insane um and if if anything this shows how many people this guy has impacted and that can be from just seeing one of his sets and knowing who he is and thinking he was funny to a childhood friend who grew up with him to friends like new and old you know I've only known Andrew for you know like a year and a half or so and we've become so close but he has friends that he's known so much longer and he has people that he's touched even just by like doing you know doing one show in their town people were impacted by him and in this time especially where things are so unknown and people are losing their jobs and we don't know how much money we're going to have in the next month. To see over $5,000 raised for Andrew was just so, so lovely and I know his family will appreciate it. And on the subject of his family, Andrew was, he loved his family so much. He loved his mom and dad so much. He would always talk about his mom and dad, you know, like I think on every single episode of intoxicated, he talks about them at least once. Um, so my heart goes out to them because this isn't, this isn't what was supposed to happen. This isn't the normal order of things. And uh, it's just, it's just heartbreaking, but, uh there is positivity in that, that that his family won't be stressed financially to do something for him once this craziness settles down because us as a community of andrews friends and colleagues can't get together the way that we would want to right now and that is terrible um but when we do holy fuck we're going to do something awesome for him and there's that's something to look forward to you know <sighs> And I know, also know that he's going to leave a legacy behind, for sure. Um, In the advice he's given, in the support he's given to comedians that are doing it right now, it's going to live on and it will not be forgotten. And his hard work is not going to go forgotten at all. Um, And I do have to say as well that... If anything that I can take away from this at all to move forward with is, holy fuck, put your health as the number one priority in your life. And I'm guilty of not doing that. It's so important to be healthy. And Andrew was on the road to that, but it wasn't good enough. And I think it's so important to hold your friends accountable to their health. Like give them fucking hell for it because you never know when they're going to go. You literally never know. And it's so scary. So let's fucking try to be healthy. Let's make healthy choices. Let's ask our friends to go on walks with us and go on, you know, share healthy recipes with each other. And listen, like, I'm guilty of not doing it. This is the fuck fucked up thing about it is, like, I, I know that me saying that is so much easier said than done. Um But I take solace in the fact that Andrew was making steps and he was on the road to that. And he had so many goals and ambitions for the next year or two. He had a lot to look forward to. And I have to keep thinking to myself that at least he died with some hope. And that's so much better than dying miserable. And... (sighs) I have to keep reminding myself of that, like, I'm hurting so much, and I just have to hold on to the positive, because, because the other thing too is, is, you know, I'll post the clip at the start of this episode, but Andrew had very specific views on death, he um, didn't believe in an afterlife, didn't believe in heaven, he was an atheist, Um, but what he did tell me on the first episode of that podcast has stuck with me ever since, which is, you know, life, it's a—it's the only dance we're going to dance, and life goes on. And that, while some people might see it as cold and not right, he saw it as beautiful. And I have to remind myself of that when I'm in this state, because he would want us all to carry on, and he would want us all to have fun and continue to make things happen, and that's important. Very important. So I have to hold that with me. And I hope you guys listening, if you were at all impacted by Andrew or knew him, um, it's okay. It's okay to um, move on, do things, get out, laugh. I mean, the group chat is a is a clear example of that. There's a lot of jokes going on in the group chat, which initially I had to kind of ignore because it's not how I am I immediately process things I immediately go to I'm just gonna cry for a whole day um but it has been a source of comfort and I have chuckled um over what is going on in that group chat because I I know Andrew would too that's what he would want he would want us to be joking he would want us to be making jokes about him so I just I probably didn't hit all the points that I wanted to but I did want to make an audio version of my post and um also wanted to say that I am going to work on a, a formal tribute to Andrew, and if you are listening to this, if you didn't see my call on uh, socials, I am going to be collecting audio clips and videos of your favorite memories, favorite Andrew stories, favorite memories of him, and I'd like to put something together. And hopefully I can release that, if not before next Friday, by next Friday. Um, I am giving myself time with this because it's just been so hard but I'd like to give him a formal tribute on intoxicated. He was a regular. He was one of my best friends. He deserves that. So if you're hearing this right now, and if you have a um, Andrew story or memory that you want on this sort of podcast tribute, you can send it to me. Um, reach out to me. If you, if you follow me on social directly, you can direct message me or you can email it to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. You can, Um, email me a Dropbox link, I will make sure it gets in. Um, There are other things that I'm kind of thinking long term I might do, which I'll talk about soon. But for now, I want to say my piece about him because he was so important to me. Um, I want the next episode to be a little happier. So I want the next thing I post on here to be happy tributes and happy memories and to make y'all laugh again, you know? So in closing, I just want to say, like, I'm thinking of Andrew's friends and family at this time. I'm constantly thinking of you guys. I wish I wish we could all get together and just hug and laugh and drink and tell jokes. And we can't right now. So I hope eventually we'll get to do an awesome comedy show for Andrew. I hope that we'll get to, do, you know get together for a drive to the So Shore, which was his favorite thing to do. His all-time favorite thing to do was driving to along the So Shore, Bridgewater and Chester area where he grew up and I hope to do that soon. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, guys, but I just know that he's at least for me, created a network of people that I know are going to help me sort of slowly put things back together, and we're going to do that for each other. Um, so I think that's it. I don't really know what else to say. Um, I'm going to miss Andrew. If you hear this, I'm going to miss you so much. Every single day, I'll miss you, and um, I just love you. I love you, big cat. Um, we all love you, and. Just hope you're at peace, you know, wherever you are. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for um hearing me out. And uh I know I don't sound okay right now, but I think I will I will be okay. And I will be using this I will be using his death as a reason to accomplish the things I want to accomplish because this has big time put things in perspective for me and I hope it does for everybody else too so thank you for listening everybody I hope you're all well I hope you're dealing as best you can in this fucking crazy time that we're having and that's it um hopefully I will have something posted for Andrew very soon um but I just ask that there is patience with the podcast right now because my ability to kind of be light and create content is a lot less um but thanks so much for sticking with me and thank you to everybody who's reached out to me and talked to me during this time and thank you to Andrew Vaughn for everything and I'm gonna miss you buddy Okay, this next guy is one of my best friends, and he's one of the best comics in acts, in my opinion. Give it up for Andrew Vaughn!